All right, and we are rolling. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Riders Block with Bobby Brown Jr. All right, we are in another rendition of the podcast here at the Comedy Zone in Jacksonville. Uh, sitting across from me, as y'all see on the, on the YouTube video, we got one of the funniest comedians, pound for pound, man. Uh, Mr. Ali Sadiq is here performing at the Comedy Zone this weekend. How you doing, Mr. Ali? I'm doing well, Mr. Bobby Brown. I see you got that um you don't have to teach me how to use it because mine the uh the, the roadcaster yes, here sir, yes man. sir i can't get none of the chimes on there i lost all my chimes it oh was, oh let me let me give uh, you a round of applause round of applause bro i can't hear but i know what's happening <laughs> you know what I, mean? I, know, crazy. I know i know the road new. they're going you crazy they're going crazy man i'm so mad that um because i used to travel with mine to do my little podcast but then i i stopped because i couldn't my ch i lost all my chimes man yeah and i used to, i used to like my little thing i bring people in <laughs> <laughs> I think my favorite one is the air horn on here. I, yeah, that was I, like, I had that one because you That's the very ladies and gentlemen. Ali Sadiq is here at the Comedy Zone this weekend. Um, five shows. Thursday night was last night. We got two tonight, seven thirty and ten p.m. So y'all can go to thecomedyzone.com, get your tickets. You don't want to miss this. Um, how you doing, sir? How you feeling today? Man, I'm feeling fantastic. I can't complain about anything. That would be being ungrateful. I like that. I would say the same thing. My mom always say that to me. Like, oh, man, you can't complain. Man, look where you are. Look where you started from. I was like, okay, that's nice, mom. No, nah, the, the fact that you're alive to start a, a fresh day. Yes, sir. I think people, a lot of times people go through mental health issues because they don't know how to be great, um, grateful for things. Yeah. Grateful for small things. See, it's, it's not a lot of times with the um, with the youth because you know I'm I'm a bit older, and when you talk okay. to a lot of younger people, you uh, you start to understand because I have kids and I talk to their friends and their friends' friends. Um, I try to teach them about being grateful. Like that's that's the biggest part of your mental conditioning is how grateful can you be for things that you are experiencing and have because like a lot of people don't know how to be in the moment. Yes, sir. You don't know what they have no idea how to be in the moment because they keep looking at what other people are doing. You know, it's like comedy. People look at other people's success and get envious. Not understanding that's their path. Yeah. Your path may be something different. Yes, sir. You may have a desire to do something, but what your path is going to be, because guess what? I had a desire to be one of the coldest point guards of all time. <laughs> but that wasn't the path. That wasn't, you know, what I wanted to do versus what the universe wanted is two different things. You Whoa. know, because you thinking, I'm thinking I'm the second coming of Tim Hardaway. Okay. You know oh, you're saying? shaking it. You're shaking <laughs> you're saying, about yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> so, but oh, my old knees decided, nah, bro. And uh, gravity and height and a lot of other things. The, you know, God. You know? Wait, you <laughs> got somebody crossed your knees up? Somebody made your knees hit? Hey, man, uh, let me tell you about these knees. Um, <laughs> these knees are made for just being on my body. It's not made to <laughs> lean in no type of way or stopping fast. Nah, these, these no these, quick redirects. Oh no, I'm not there. redirecting nothing. I, <laughs> just to, to look the opposite way real quick. I used to throw no look passes like that. Look the other way. Nah, my body don't work like that no more. I got to see every. I got to see the direction I'm throwing the ball. <laughs> I got to see. I would say I was probably uh, back in high school. I think I was all recreational uh, Hall of Fame. I would put that on myself. Um, you know, I wasn't the best at it, at none of it, except just the defense. But I could throw a couple passes, a couple assists. That was good up there. You know, you know, but just think, how old are you now, brother? Uh, I just turned 23, sir. 23. 
It's all down here with me. I just want you to know. <laughs> yeah. I don't want you to think this Yo, is going to get better. the worst thing. I, I wasn't all ready. all down here with me. You are, sir, do you not realize that you are headed towards the grave? I don't know if you know that or not. <laughs> Yo, wait a second. Wait. Hey, yeah, man, you got the, the reality of this. You, 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 you were new for about... 40 seconds. Okay. And then everything right. else has been directed toward the grave since then. <laughs> it's like, so this is the thing. And right. I and I want I want you to hear this. Yes, sir. Focus every day and like every day give a couple minutes to think about death. Okay. Like my own? Yeah, your own. Okay. Your, your death is the only death that you can be concerned with. <laughs> All right. You'll live a better life. Okay. Why because you, what because you you'll understand that you don't have time to waste mm -hmm. on small things. Because you don't know the hour or the second. Yeah. You don't know how. See, you, you in your mind, you think 25, you, you already playing your 25th birthday. <laughs> that's crazy. But the thing is, who says you're going to make it there? Yeah. Oh, wow. So that's about being grateful for every day. So when you get to 25, you really have something to celebrate. Not the eighth place trophy that you that people get all the time yeah that's you crazy know? that you bring that up uh we talked about that on this podcast uh victoria right there that's my co-host victoria co -host. Uh, my co-host co-producer um and we talk a lot about like like we've been doing this week after week trying to one oh yes sir yes sir yeah, authorized give some authorization <laughs> that's crazy <laughs> <laughs> all right guys we're back we're back um so uh, you were just all right. We'll, we'll go where we were. You were just speaking about uh, your daughter, like like, which is perfect because uh, the last episode of this podcast, um, I was I was putting Victoria on the game. I was putting you know people on the game about who you are. Deja vu. Yes, I'm just having it. Yes. Deja vu. Okay, go ahead. I oh, got to oh, acknowledge oh, it. Oh, Deja vu. Okay, honestly, as soon as you did this, I was like, oh shit, this happened. <laughs> all right. <laughs> all right. <laughs> oh, go ahead though. All right, uh, we uh, I played the bit for her that um that I heard about you uh, when I first. I uh, started following your work. It was 2016. I'm on the road. I'm traveling from Tallahassee back to Jacksonville, which is you know, here. Uh, about two and a half hours, I used to listen to stand-up, and uh, your clip came across Spotify. It was about your daughter. All right, one of my favorite jokes, absolutely hilarious. It was the Black Seal. Black Seal. Black Seal. Yeah, that's Jaden. That's Jaden. Okay. And she's, the Black Seal is now a chef at um, this James Harden restaurant in Houston. Oh, I'm clapping that up. I'm, uh, that's another yeah. applause right there. It's a restaurant called 13, James Harden's number. Okay. He has a restaurant. It's like she's a, the assistant chef there under some celebrity guy. And, yeah, she doing very well, stopped swimming, but still still will lifeguard. Yeah. It's like, it's like it's crazy. She's like, I'm never not making that money. She don't care what, yeah. however much money she make doing, being a chef, she still want to put on the bathing suit and be out there watching kids. It was the easiest money I ever seen in my life. Lifeguarding? Yes. See, like, I, she never saved. My daughter been a lifeguard since she was 16. She's never saved not one single person. That, <laughs> I've never seen her in action. And I don't even know if she can still do it. She up there. I think she just wanted to look cute in the swimsuit. Yeah. She got the red joint with a little yellow shorts on the whistle. You know, I've seen her blow that whistle one time. You know, she's the worst, but, but she made that money though. That's I see. I wish I understood. Like, I can't swim, but uh, I, I used to. What do you mean? Why? Why? I mean, I can like not drown. First I can, of all, I can stay hold up, on. Let's you know? let's let's side. Uh, let's 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 sidebar this. Real okay. Quick. All right. What we're not gonna do is put a racial. Um, <laughs> <laughs> right. All right. <laughs> you said no, and I'm saying you being racial because you said it to me. Like like you looked at me like. What you mean? Why I can't swim? You looking at me? You, you, see the dark, you see the darkness of my hue? Like, but 
you do know black people can swim all I, over the world. I, I, I absolutely. Like, I, I see them on TV, the Olympics. No, we talking about play? just no. I'm not under, I don't know where this stereotype happened where black people can swim. I've been swimming my whole entire life. I've never, I can't remember not knowing how to swim. See, no, I, 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 my first swim, I was like 13. And that I remember. Like, this is the thing. Growing, we, like, when we lived in California, my mother, my mom's from Compton. We lived okay. in California. We was in the ocean most of the time. So we were always swimming. So when I got to a regular pool, I was like, Oh, this is easy. It's no current. Yeah. Okay. That's the thing. I, I grew up here in Jacksonville. So I, you don't you, swim in the beach. You just kind of walk and let the water do it. push you. That's like you swimming. The water's pushing you where you need to go. Like You see, can walk is, back when you need to walk back. Let me tell you the difference. All so, right. I'm 48. Okay. And when growing up, just like like y'all thugs, like the, your generation of thugs, okay. they, they can... They can rap about being a thug and that nonsense without no proof, without doing anything. Yeah. I get it. Okay. But in my era, thugs done, did everything like swam, play football, <laughs> basketball, tennis, kickball. It was nothing that we didn't do because we were outside. Most of the time we spent our life outside yeah, and I you spent days, in the neighborhood. I've never seen a thug. I know swim. That's crazy. Which is, which is crazy. The new thugs don't. I want. Can the new thugs swim? Y'all got to. No, the new that. thugs can't even play basketball or catch. I. If you go to a celebrity basketball game or celebrity anything, yeah. and you put that up against the '90s celebrities games, oh no, we. You think, we, you, you think y'all winning? The '90s are winning. Okay, do you ever heard of Bell Bill DeVoe? Right. Yes, sir. Have you ever seen him play basketball? I have not. That's the, that's the shame. Because, see, in your mind, you think, oh, that's a singing group. Like, you would think that Brian McKnight is just a, a singer. Okay. Oh, no, Brian McKnight will dunk on you. Just like everybody <laughs> in Bell, just like everybody in Belle DeVore cross you over. Like, you can go. Rock and Jock started in the 90s. Well, what, what celebrity basketball games started in the 90s. Like, right now, I put, I, you take any thug out there, any dude that call himself a gangster. I guarantee I put my money on genuine to whoop your ass. <laughs> Yo, genuine crosses somebody up. No, sick. I'm talking about in, we, we talking about boxing. Oh, wow. okay. I take genuine. I take genuine and Timberland. I mean, I take genuine and Justin Timberlake over any of your thugs that right, you got out Justin there. Justin Timberlake. I, I, I right. haven't seen Justin Timberlake All fight. Right, you ain't shit. Guess what? You I ain't don't seen. Know. You ain't seen genuine fight either. But I guarantee you this. <laughs> <laughs> I can guarantee you this. I, I can't even deny you. I know you can spot somebody who know how to fight. You had five fights in one day. Uh, you you was fighting with your mother. I, I remember the jokes. Yo, about, I'm talking about people who who are getting that ring. Okay, I'm talking about people who cross you up on that on that football that tear you up on that football field. Genuine is the first person that comes out. Boy, you. I'm trying to tell you. You don't understand. Um, Ralph, let me tell you, Ralph. Just think Ralph Tresvan can't play basketball. Just, okay, just think it. Just. Go, all you got to do is go back to the 90s on YouTube. Because y'all research everything. Yeah, okay, YouTube. okay, yeah. Just go back on YouTube and look at the old footage of hip-hop artists and R&B singers doing rock and jock, playing baseball and basketball. And and look at the, the difference between now. Half these cats can't catch. Yeah, yeah, or throw. I've seen a couple of them throw. It's bad. I was born in '98, so I didn't even hear about. I didn't know they was still doing that so early. I thought. I thought celebrity basketball and all that stuff started was, when. Like I don't know. It was like 2002. Ah, 2002. my <laughs> Oh, so you think this is the this is the sad part of the youth? Okay. What do y'all think y'all started? Like, give me oh, what man. you think you started. 
Where we started? Yeah. What y'all think y'all started? Let's see. Um, I think we were the first to be. Oh, dang, that, that's not even true. <laughs> I can't even. I can't even get it. I want to know. You got one? What you gonna help me? What? I'm talking about. What we start? I, I want to know what y'all think y'all started. Y'all, all y'all music is sampled. Every all last, right, all y'all music true. is sampled. All your slangs is old stuff that we said when we was kids. Y'all used to say like cap and and. and Come on, man. Okay. All right. Um, I, I've been saying, oh, you, so you capping since I was in the third grade, man. I didn't hear it until I was like. I, don't, I was. How like, would you heard it? You wasn't in third grade with That's me. That's true. That's true. I'm in. I'm in the eighties. In in eighty three, I'm ten years old. Do you understand? Do you say in eighty three, I'm ten. So I'm watching y'all do stuff that I was doing in nineteen eighty three, in two thousand in two thousand twenty, and thinking that it's new. It's hysterical to me. Yeah, that's it's all I've ever known. Your, so I would think my grandfather had the same haircut you got right now, and I swear you think you started. <laughs> Yeah, I was just telling Jenna, we got to get the good pictures before my hairline swept back. You know what I mean? It was, and you know what's the weird thing? Right. Like, you wear a beard right now. Okay. When did you start wearing your beard? Uh, I was 21. I was 21. Two years ago. What? That's a, Most of y'all start wearing beards beard when Rick Ross decided to come out. <laughs> <laughs> All right, my beard is not credited to Rick Ross, man. All right, so, shout so, out to Rick Ross. So watch this. All right. Let me tell you how, how crazy this is. Do you know when New Jack City came out? No, sir. New uh, Jack City came out 1991. Okay, seven years before me. 1991. All right. I started selling, I started selling dope in. 1988. Dang, that's crazy. Before New Jack City came out. That's nuts. So, this this thing. So all of everybody else start hustling after New Jack City. And you was already We in, were already hustling. You were already doing the Cuz my father was already hustling. So, you got to think. You like people accredit certain things to certain people that didn't that wasn't there when it started. Like Frank Matthew, Frank Matthews was after like Dutch Schultz, like after um, Bumpy Bumpy Johnson. But then you think in your mind, all these people think hustling started with B um, with BMF. Yeah, <clears throat> which is a great show coming out right now. But like, do you think like uh, is it because there's no like video like oh, no, like it's plenty of like, video? It's well, plenty of video. Now there might proof. be, but there's no like like handbook on the hustler history. Do, you know what I do mean? Do you think that you think hustlers? But the thing is, it's like music with anything. It's like with radio. What you're doing right now is considered radio. Okay. Yes. Podcasting. It's, it's radio. For I remember when people thought radio was gonna go out because the CDs came in or tapes. So. Radio is a stand is a standard. Podcasting is not a new thing. This is another branch of radio. But in their mind, in people's mind, we started. This is a thing that we started. How yeah. so? I think people just think that because like uh, we don't get in. Like you pick whatever you want to hear now. Very few people still get in the car and have the radio on. You, you know always I mean? picked like, what you wanted to hear. Even back then, when they would just you turn it on, they would just have a station going. You still pick what you wanted to hear because you use multiple stations. Oh, that's true. I guess that's the same. I guess it's, I don't. They just have like, I don't think we started it, but I definitely think like uh, people who are exposed to to like, I, you have to go find radio now. Like, Why I work. You have to find radio. It come in your car. 
<laughs> okay, all right. All right, what I, I mean don't think, I think people are so delusional if they think that advancement, if, guess what? You got a new car? Do it come with a CD player or do it come with a radio? All right, it comes with a radio, but the CD player is on it, top And it outlasted CD players. Radio has been here for 200 years. It's not going anywhere. This dude told me this. The young boy told me this. Man, man, radio, I don't listen to radio more. I listen to XM. I said, oh, my fucking goodness. <laughs> I said, no, say the whole name. Don't say just XM. XM what? It's XM what? XM radio. <laughs> All right, that's crazy. That's it. where where are right, so who are the who are the young people that you like like where are they from what parts of the world are like the young people you? I like creative young people that's not caught up in the bubble of the box because okay. I wasn't in that box. What does that mean? Like bubble like, of the box? Of? I don't look at I don't look at other people and decide I want to do something. Okay. Because a lot of people are like this. I know people who are actors who if you gave them a script. They can't come up with the character. You have to tell them what you want the character to be. Okay, now I see your point. Like people who who can create the vision, who have the like the, as a comic. Yeah, as a comic, I don't watch other comedians. Okay, why is that? Unless I'm getting ready to write for them. Okay, I'm gonna watch you so I can I can peep your tone and I can write from you from there. But can I write content without the comic? Yes, because I write content. And I'm an original thinker. So my thought pattern to something is not scripted. You put down a blank piece of paper and you ask me to create a set. Okay. You got it. I'm going to take the pen and I'm going to start thinking in my mind from the first thing, what I want to say. Okay. I'm going to ask this question. I'm going to do this. I'm going to say this. I can create it from the beginning. I don't need anything. I don't need no direction. I don't need any of that. The mass majority of people have to look at something and decide if they want that in red or blue. I never thought about that in terms of like people like, like I've never, when we were doing this, like I never thought about like, uh, I don't have to watch people to, uh, to see what I want to make, but like, do you think there's like something in, and you see and somebody do something, you're like, oh, okay, like, like, well, from there, I could also create my own, you know, like that, give you that inspiration of things. Is that like a. So it's like this. But do people show gratitude to those people who they got the idea from? They should, yes. Because in, in the world, in the world of how people work at, you would think that Paris Hilton made up the word hot. It's hot. Yeah. And and then then they didn't know they didn't understand why black people felt fucking offended for something that street slang that we've been saying for two decades. But then people said that she created she made the term popular. How the fuck you gonna make a term popular that we've been saying for twenty years? Okay. You see the difference? Yeah, yeah. Like it's like when people listen to the juicy beat and they and they attribute it to Biggie. Are you insane? Cause the beat was bigger way before he sampled it. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, that makes sense. It's just like uh, when 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 stuff goes mass produced, man. Like it, it, I think it loses a lot of uh, to I, who though? It doesn't lose the value to the people who created it. Yeah. It only use the, it only lose value to the people who disrespect the, the person who created it. So anytime that you will will overlook the creator 
for the imitator is a fucking problem. Yeah. That's like somebody coming. It's like it's like this. You can ask anybody in this room. Do you want 100% juice or do you want 7% juice? 100% juice. But then you buy artificial juice, though. It's a purpose for something being 100% grape juice versus grape drink. Just think about it. It's like, it's like somebody, it's like your stepmother. You're giving more homage to your stepmother over your mother. Okay. I get what you're saying. Absolutely. I you, came you, out of one, you came out of the womb that carried you for nine months, but you gave homage to somebody who took care of you when your mother was absent. That's insane. Yeah. I think it should be easier for like, like, in like going back to the Juicy example, they didn't put anywhere in that song like, oh, this is from this beat. You got to like go find that stuff. Like they don't make it like right in there they don't give it out but like it's that. sampled you yeah. know it's a sample yes but the, the the consumer is the person that's at fault at this point and like with comedy i can go somewhere and watch a hundred comics do the same jokes and people laugh i don't even blame the comic no more i blame the consumer for for why like for what laughing at the jokes yeah because the the quality and how people perceive things has declined. Okay. Wait, are because you- because this, this is like this. What's what's the lady on your co-host? Victoria. 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 If 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 I come in, I see Victoria, and she is the person that created this look. She got these boots on, she got this dress, she got this 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 earl. If I see her, she the first person that did it. Yeah. And then everybody starts doing that to her. I don't accredit the person. That's, that did it after her for the style. I don't say, oh, you created that. When I know that she did it's more on me to give the homage to, just like with, with like we do with Louis Vuitton. Yeah. Like we do with Gucci. Okay. If I see anybody else with them G's, I don't give a shit. I'm not buying that shit. <laughs> so why do we, why do we protect, why do we protect other people's brands before we protect our own? Yeah. I definitely agree with you. You got to give credit wherever you get it from. Um, and you like, can't get credit absolutely. if you're not grateful. Yes. This is all going back to being grateful Being for grateful it. and how people, how people walk through their life. Without no, when you, if you can't be grateful, then you can't show grace to people. Like, it's just, it's these things that people overlook. Like, anytime somebody in a, in a community is a buffoon and is willing to interject something into society that is detrimental he gets praised over somebody who wants to inject interject something in society that's more going to be more beneficial in the long run because people don't have vision yeah and that's the worst thing to be around and be in a group of people with no vision i agree yeah i can see how the ancestors and how people who march like my grandfather felt a type of way that y'all was out in the street marching again because it's like you know why you out in the street marching again because you didn't do the fucking labor that we, you didn't you didn't keep the building going from what we did in the beginning that's why you out marching again for the same shit but then all people see is the march oh we out marching and looking what we doing but you don't realize that you're doing something that 60 60 years ago was necessary for you to do but you're still doing it for the same exact reason and think that you have progressed. 
how would that be like uh like the people who are growing up like my age like if this is all we know and like we just we're, we're taught very shittily about like uh can i oh i can curse on this i was about to ask jenna um like we're taught very like um <laughs> i've already passed that threshold <laughs> oh yeah okay. i was like i was like can i curse i was like wait this, this is a show we can find um but yeah like like people my age who are like like we don't get taught about, like, you know, the exact reasons of, like, how everything went down, you know what I mean? Like, now is when people are starting to learn about the real type of black history that come out and, like, the real things that go on. But, I mean, that, that, that can't be our fault for not knowing directly exactly where it came from or how to, you know? It can't be? I don't think... Y'all are, y'all are known as the informational age, right? With no fucking information. You're the first person I said I heard say that, but all right, now I and know. This is, and, this is the, and let me tell you the coldest thing. I don't give you a pass for your youth. Okay. Because every ancestor, every great person in your history was young. Every last one of them was young. Yeah, that's true. So I don't. I'm not. I'm not giving you the pass for being young. Okay. Because now, the the thing is, what was the difference? Yeah. You have more distractions and you have more, you have a, let me give you the, the, the simplicity in this. All right. You have the benefit of being even associated with a young, attractive white woman. Freely. <laughs> I was about to say thank you. I didn't know what to I freely go with that. Um, all right, and that's just, like just something that. Think about this. Okay. You have the freedom, fam. Whether in a relationship or not in a relationship, you have the freedom to walk freely with that lady. Okay. Emmett Till died for fucking looking at her. Oh shit! Yeah. And somebody and that lady lied, fam. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yes, sir. But so your liberties and what you think is. Easy, so you grow, you've grown up with this. Still to this day, I'm 48. She's a sign of danger to me. At 48, and still in this society. That's crazy. No, it's not crazy. Well, for me, like, um, like, because the last young, the last young man, see, it's since since George Floyd, okay. 200 unarmed black people have still been killed. So while you was out there marching, you didn't know. 25 people got killed then, unarmed, while you was marching. Yeah. And then deemed the march a success. Police were still killing unarmed. The same thing that you marching for, they're doing it while you're out there doing it. They did it while you were out there. Okay. And uh, and you still didn't and you still like, didn't pay attention to it. What what could we do to like to, you know, no, what will you do? You can do a lot, but what yeah. will you do? Will you just keep taking the photo ops? Could you, will you keep doing it for fads? Or will you actually put something into play, put laws into play, and actually do something and move a type of way because y'all are not willing to sacrifice your comfort? And this is what the elders sit back and be like, yo, what, what's the... We gave you all of this and you still not doing nothing with it. You got the lowest education. Mass majority of African-American people speak one language, barely. You fucking invented math and then say that you bad at it. 
you were the first people selling and don't know it. We still attribute all these negative things to our to our culture. And it's and it's based on what y'all doing, because the one thing is you have a smartphone and you will not look up anything. Won't look up shit. That's not fucking about buffoonery. You know what young, you know what Moneybag Yo is doing, but you don't know what James Baldwin did for you. Or you don't know what George, what George Washington Carver did for you. George Washington Carver is so inf influential that there's no, uh, there's no place in the world that Ford exists, that, Floyd, that Ford does not call the place the Ford plant. You know why it's called the plant? Because George Washington Carver helped him design the engine. So in homage to George Washington Carver, he always called all his places the plant because George Washington Carver, what he was known for? Plants. He cultivated plants. He understood plants. But then do you, do you, right now, we don't, we don't do any infrastructure. We don't do any trades. We don't grow. We don't do any of that. Martin Luther King said something very important. Fuck the I have a dream speech. That when he said the speech about if African-American people lose the service industry and, and, and lose understanding how to give service, they lose everything. We give the, the fucking worst service in the world unless you work at Chick-fil-A. I agree with that. I agree. I literally, I'm I've never had bad service at Chick-fil-A. And anybody ever say they did, they a lying ass. I've had bad service. Uh, Black greeters don't greet me. They, when I walk through Walmart, they don't have to say nothing to me. Yeah, you, yeah, because they don't work for Chick Fil A. <laughs> yeah, Chick Fil A is. A, I don't know what type of mind, military mind trick the Chick Fil A got, but you nice as fuck to work for Chick Fil A. I don't give a damn what background you come they from. They got chips in the employee cards. You Man, clock in. That Chick Fil A. Um, I. But that's the that's the thing about being in service. That's the thing about I'm gonna go any place. I don't even eat Chick Fil A, but I go. Just to get good service. If I'm feeling bad, I'm gonna go to Chick Fil A and give me a lemonade because the service is so fucking good. So like, I'm not going anywhere where the service is not Chick Fil A. I'm not. You don't go to McDonald's at all. No, never been. I haven't been to McDonald's. Not, not even my children. And maybe, and I know people who own McDonald's in 15 years. I ain't been in 15 years. I ain't been in Popeyes. None of that. Popeye's improved their service a little bit. They're nicer out there. No, I'm not going anywhere. They got a damn bulletproof glass either. Okay. So you think they rob? I don't go to gas stations that won't let you in at night. Why would I go? Yeah. Gas stations don't let you in at night? Yeah. I've been here all my life, so I, a lot of this stuff I'm hearing for them. I'm like, oh, wow, that's crazy outside. This that's gas how. station that won't let you in at night. You got to go to the goddamn window and say your total, and they tell your total out loud. You're like, hey, man, if you think that it's that dangerous, don't be saying my damn total out loud. Come up to 79 days. Hey, hey, sir. Six dollars is what you said. You're going to get me robbed out here talking, saying my damn total out loud. Oh, man. Yeah. It's a it's a different when you when I look I just look and I laugh sometimes and I'm like hey at some point it's gonna click in their heads it's a lot of more it's a lot more work to be done yeah even even just in relations just if we can't talk to each other if we won't sit down and eat food with each other it's no way for us to be have better. Because we, we live in this bubble where we think that it's all good, and it's really not. Are you speaking of all people or black people? And people in general. Okay. People in, people in general think that they 
can be isolated in their own life, and it doesn't work that way. You need people. This is the silliest thing. Rich people uh, build a wall around their houses, and they, they want to be isolated with just all these other rich people. But then invite and have to have people that's, that, that has less money than them. I'm not going to call these people poor to come in and do service. So you still got to open up this wall no matter you you can't <laughs> you got to hey man I didn't think about that. It's nobody <laughs> rich over here cutting grass. We're not doing it. I'm not a plumber. I'm accountant. You know you got all these rich Hey, I'm an oil tycoon. But guess what you don't know how to do? You don't know how to do no landscaping. Even though you know how to drill in the ground, you don't know how to cultivate the ground. So you still got I watch I watch a lot of trucks and a lot of little small cars coming in and out of a gated community all the time. Nannies, uh, housekeepers, uh, laundry, de- laundry delivery, lawn people, plumbers, electricians, cable people, all sorts of shit, delivery people. Just, you got, no matter what you do, you got to open up that damn gate. You got to <laughs> so, so it, you think you think you isolated? And how people think, oh, you know, I know y'all got the, the this new generation with the whole planned pandemic, the pandemic, you know. I don't um, even know. I haven't felt none of the plans from that pandemic. I didn't, didn't work out for me. It's it's weird thing is I remember when COVID was supposed to be fake at okay. one point. And then this is the this is how the world thinks. Yeah, um, COVID is for what what they tell you? it was for um, population control. Okay. Yeah. So we're gonna go we're gonna go like this. So this how let's see how much sense this makes. Okay. Let's do it. Population control. This is what we're gonna do COVID for population control, right? This is the population control. That's what COVID was designed for. All right. <clears throat> and then we turn around in the United States and say that you can't have an abortion. You can't have an abortion whether incest or rape. Okay. So give it to me again. How we po- how we population? Yeah. So we, we we put a pandemic out there to kill people because we want to control the population. And then turn around and tell the people, you can't have abortions at all, whether you've been incest or rape. That's a, that's a hell of a dumbass plan. <laughs> <laughs> the plan is dumb. Like, yo, we're going to kill them and replenish them at the same time. It's dumb. It's just dumb. <laughs> shit. Like, why do I got to argue about this shit, man? It's, like... I'm quite sure when polio came out, it was some people that were reluctant. Like, <laughs> hey, but after 300 and four, okay, 300 people die in your neighborhood from a disease. You can start off when, okay, Larry died. Maybe he unhealthy. I don't know. But 300 people die in your neighborhood. Well, I think I'm probably to take this. <laughs> like, I know, I know that I was saying it first. <laughs> like, look, I, sir. I know what I said, but where is the polio pill? (laughs) Man, yellow, smallpox, smallpox, yellow fever, the Spanish flu. The Spanish flu killed a lot of people, and when nobody Spanish that died from it. It's called the Spanish flu because a Spanish reporter reported it. But it's crazy. So just think. That's hilarious. The Spanish reporter... You got to think of people People interject things into society. And I think propaganda, propaganda is the number one thing to keep people confused on what we should be and not be doing. Okay. So 
I think it's just a weird dynamics of how we live in life. And youth, it's like y'all trying to make it up as y'all go with no historical points. Like, I'm not going to go back and look at history at all. I'm just going to think, oh, this just happened right now. It's never happened before. It's only happened to me. I'm the only one ever had this haircut. <laughs> and then you see a man 102 years old in a black and white with the same haircut. He's like, what? Like yeah, yeah we'll find me a new haircut. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's a weird thing. I, I don't. I, I need to figure out what y'all want to do. Okay, not what you can. Well, I got to figure it out too. I gotta. I gotta talk to the rest of us. Yeah, you need y'all. Yeah, y'all need to give it, be on one page, and that's gonna be hard. Yeah, because everybody has a different status. Mm. When you struggle, to, when everybody's struggling, it's easier. It's easier to get anything done. Whatever. If everybody's hungry. If every single person is hungry and somebody come in with a pan of rice, okay. you're not going to get a lot of arguments about if this rice is overcooked or undercooked. Everybody's going to eat because they're hungry. But if 50% if of the people are hungry and 50% of the people are fed and you come in with a thing of rice, now you got, you're like, I want that. Yeah. Everybody else eating, you like, we don't want that. We want, we want some chicken with our rice. Until you get that, then we not eat. So y'all got to get on the same page and just know, regardless of if you have a little money or you have no money, we all in the same predicament. Yes, sir. Okay. Well, you hear that. Everybody says, listen, young people, we got to talk. We gotta, we gotta figure this out. I gotta study this table. A lot of stuff that you brought up today, I had never heard before. Like, uh, like just like of the origins of things. But, but you've um, been on a plane before, right? Uh, I have not. I was supposed to take my first plane ride you've last year. You've never been on a plane. I was supposed to take my first plane ride last year to go do an uh, open mic in DC, and then COVID, uh, so that that shut it down. But I'm shooting for the end of this year. I'm gonna go somewhere. So I'm gonna go. Just be like this. Understand this. It's gonna when you get on a plane, it's gonna be some people gonna sit in the front. Okay. Which is first class gonna be some people that's gonna sit in comfort which is gonna be another it's gonna look a little different there's gonna be some people you gonna go to the back it's gonna be people in coach don't feel no type of way because if the plane go down everybody gonna die it's it's not it's never been a plane crash and somebody said man i thought you was in a plane crash yeah but i'm first class <laughs> <laughs> I was in the back, you know. They got them first. No, people in the back died. First class, we don't die. This, this is made out of the black box. I don't know if y'all know that or not. Oh man, ladies and gentlemen, uh, Ali Sadiq here at the Jacksonville Comedy Zone. We got two shows left uh, tonight and tomorrow night, seven thirty and ten. Um, is there anything else you want to say before we get out of here, sir? Man, I don't want to say anything. I didn't want to say what I said. <laughs> All right. No, no, people, um, come out to the show. I'm gonna be here. Um, that's about it. I don't have no signature line. They gonna come. They gonna come. All that's, right. That's that's okay. where I am. I got a signature line, so I gotta do it to close the what, show. Mexican got on boots. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you that up. People love that clip, man. I know. Sorry, Jenna. People. That was one of the. I laughed so hard at that story. Oh my god, this is not happening. It was brilliant. That's how like my, a lot of my friends uh, found out about who you were. They saw. Uh, Mexican got on boots And that's literally like, I told him like, oh, He's gonna be in town He's gonna be in town That's all they've been saying Literally Oh and, Mexican got and, on boots And you know what's weird They won't let People won't let me do the story Cause they Wait. They they won't let me I Since I did it 
I can't do it because I try to do it and people will be saying parts of the story before I say it. Yeah, okay. Oh, that but, messes up the... But the weird thing is the riot was about 16 hours. I only said like a 16-minute portion of it. It's way more than happened. But if people ever just let me do the story, you're going to get more stuff in the... Because I don't do... People don't understand. On this not happening, I, they edited the story, so it's it's okay. portions of that. it's parts. They edit everything on TV. It, nothing on TV is just like just like you see it. Everything's edited. Okay, just like your this podcast could probably gonna be edited. You don't just run. <laughs> yeah. See how do you think? You think you're the only one editing? You think TV? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, we started editing in 2021. All right, nobody. <laughs> not that. So the thing is. It's so many other parts of this story that I'd be wanting to tell, but it's like people confining me to this 16 minute. I'm like, yo, I don't I don't say nothing about too short before they getting kicked in the head. I, I don't say what happened. It, it it was a lot that happened. It's all type of people peed on themselves out there. It was uh, but and I that's funny to me because it was a dude telling me. He was talking to me. He's like, yo, Lee. <laughs> and I gotta pee. And I was like, don't don't. He said they gonna they gonna get us up in a minute. You man, them motherfucker gonna leave us out here. Man, I got to pee, and I'm like, yo, man, don't pee on yourself. I'm gonna say something. And I watched a handcuffed man, hogtied, shift himself over to some water, and he roll he rolled over in the water. To my don't nobody know I peed. Now I'm in this water. He just, and I'm sitting there. Wait, I'm gonna tell everybody you peed on. So ain't nobody gonna believe. You. We arguing. He's ain't nobody gonna fucking believe you. I just rolled in this water. And this other dude named James. James like, I'm gonna say it too. He said, James, fuck you, James. I'm like, do you gotta pee? And I, I said, I gotta pee too. So we've been out here on this ground for like maybe six hours. They took the white boys in first. Then they took the Mexicans, and they took, and I, I wasn't even mad if taking the white boys in first because they wasn't in the riot. It was just black and Mexicans riding. So <laughs> then they took the Mexicans in. So when they got us up, I'm on the ground so long that my bladder, my bladder is huge, and so I can't stand oh all God. the way up. So then when they get me up, I'm like this, and the CO is like, "Man, you got to stand straight up." I said, "If I stand up, I'm gonna be on one." <laughs> and I just got, I just got to. Do it like this. So he let me walk to the bathroom and he kept saying, So you gotta pee on yourself? You gonna pee on yourself? I said, Hell no, I ain't gonna pee on myself. He said, Cause it's a bunch of piss ass boys. <laughs> I said, All oh, them motherfuckers pee on themselves. Nah, I'm not doing it. They and round them up? They, because they had, because everybody wet. They all wet. I'm like, That shit look, and I'm sitting there, and I, I should have though, because uh. my bladder right now, I'm 40, I can't hold no urine. Like, if I had to pee right now, I got to go. I got to go. I'm like, I, I can't do that tap dancing, river dancing thing. That's why I don't wear no belt. Yeah. I don't wear no, I used to. That's used a funny to, reason to never worry about. Yo, I used to not understand why I would go in the restroom and I would see elderly men with their pants just down. You ever seen that in the restroom? You walk yes. in at the, the stall, yeah. elderly man, whole ass out. You like, the hell is he doing? <laughs> and then you get older. And you realize. <laughs> so, oh, so that's why I don't want no belt. Because all this doing like this shit, it's like being in India, eat Indian food, and you got on a belt. And you got to use the restroom. 
Oh, it's too late. It's way too. It's way Your too. Your clothes are done. Indian, Indian food come out very fast. And it's like, as soon as you feel it, it's like, it's, like, ah, it's done. But you got and you try to get to the bathroom, you got to do this. Oh, sir, you might want well to throw them pants away. I think it's funny hearing an older gentleman say the same thing. Like, I, you experienced that, but nobody ever really talk about the whole dance you got to do when you got the belt on. And women don't know where we go. Women, they don't. They the, women think they're the only ones because I have, I have girls. They think they the only. I've seen my daughter do this. She she got a piece so bad. She's walking and it's about to happen and she just go down. She, uh, <laughs> mm, mm. she go down and she got like the ten and then she get up and try to make it the, the rest of the way. She's my daddy, you don't understand? I had the piece so bad. I'm like, ma'am, let me, let me explain something to you. You know I'm older, you right? You know, I've, <laughs> I've been around a long time, man. Why you think I don't wear a belt? Because I've been through them days having to use. I've collapsed. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, ah, I can't do it. I can't do it. That restaurant, I don't know. Why we hold it? Like, why you just don't go? That's a good, I think I'm, all right, we got to start. I'm going to just start going now. I'm not going to hold it I'm a, I'm, I can't now. wait till I get to the age of the pins. Oh, I'm, I'm calling it a day. I'm getting a, oh. As soon as I get to the age where I got to wear the pins, it's just on. So I'm like, Ali, what you doing? Hold up. <laughs> go ahead. It's go ahead. all gone now. You got time. Done. Done. <laughs> Done. That's moisture to the side. <laughs> That's I've seen disgusting. The, I've, seen, I've seen the commercial. I've seen the commercial. It goes to the side. <laughs> but just think, you say that's disgusting. Women, women got to go through this every month. Yeah. They they have something on that either plug up or go to the side. Hey, I've been in the house with a lot of women, man. I got a lot of daughters. Oh, you don't have kids yet? No, sir, I don't. Yeah, I'm hoping man. to keep those away for for a little more time. Oh no, don't do that. Do I'm 23. I'm. I'm. I want to hit 30. I. Can't, I think. I don't know. 30. Yeah. And then have a baby. I mean, like, I just. So I just want, want life like, to be. You want like an old ass baby? <laughs> no, like, <I> <laughs> your baby gonna be old as shit. You're like, yo, my man had my one of my best friends had his baby at 36. His son is so goddamn old. Oh <laughs> like, man. Like, All right. Like, <laughs> he's an old ass. I man. want my baby to fit in. I don't want to. Be, I don't want to grow up a misfit now. You know, your baby. Your baby coming in with a, a mug of coffee. <laughs> Read the paper. <laughs> What are you kids watching? What are you kids watching? Cartoons? Yeah, we don't do that in my home. <laughs> oh, that's baby. Oh my I mean, gosh, got, man. Man, I tell people, man, have your babies in your twenties. Have your babies in your twenties. Yeah. I don't even my mom watching this, I don't even know what to say right after that one, but we'll how, see. How, we'll see. How old is your mom? Uh she just turned forty four, I believe. Do the math, sir. <laughs> okay, well, yeah. Do the I, math. Yeah, me in her 20s. Do the math. It wasn't easy, though. You know what I mean? It, it's not going to be easy in your 30s. <laughs> what do you mean? Do the, my mama is 68. I'm 48. Do the math. All right, all right. All right, well, maybe now I got to I gotta go out there. I got you seven gotta, years. You got you to gotta step it up, man. I got seven more yeah, years, you know, man. I don't know what you're waiting for, sir. <laughs> all what right. You're waiting, for, you're waiting for all you can see me to get old. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you'll see me going to going to the uh, the egg on a walker. Uh, baby coming out, your baby coming out with beard and diabetes. Your baby old as hell. <laughs> oh baby, my god! Baby very grown. Your baby baby is very experienced. <laughs> Using large words, sir. I don't think this is in sync with what I'm trying. To do. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna let y'all. Ladies and gentlemen, the very hilarious uh, Ali Sadiq here in Jacksonville at the Comedy Zone. Uh, you're on tour right now. You want? You got anything you want to announce? You got any more shows coming up? Oh, man. You? It, 
just go to the website. I'm in Jersey next. No, nah, I'm actually in LA shooting a special for FX. Um, oh wow, another round of applause. Yes, man. Yeah, I always want to say this to people that never know. Um, do y'all know that I was nominated for like a Grammy? I, I don't I don't know if y'all know that or not. I, I didn't always know that. Yeah, a lot of people don't know that and I always mention it. Like I lost like Cachette Michelle or Jay-Z and Beyonce, somebody we lost to for best contemporary album. Yeah. Which which album was yeah, it? Chris Dave and the Drumheads. Okay. I did all the comedy skits on his album. Really? Um and some of the music they used my voice in the comedy skits for the music. So when we got nominated for a Grammy, everybody that worked on the project was nominated for the Grammy. And <clears throat> right after that I had a com I had two comedy albums come out which put me in the running for another Grammy. I lost, but it's just the fact that sometimes people don't realize that I'm Grammy nominated. And I'm like, nah. I didn't know that. That's that's huge. That is big. I'm listening to another round of applause. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I, got, I got you. You just roll them off if you want to. I can give you I missed it because I wanted you to push that thing on the roadcast again. <laughs> <laughs> you know, sometimes, you know. Yes, you got to put it out there. You yeah, know, yeah, they don't you know, know. Let them know. They don't know. You know, you got to say something. I'm going to go find this album. I'm going to definitely take a listen to it, sir. Uh, it's been a pleasure to talk with you. Uh, I appreciate you so much. Thank you for doing this. Uh, this is The Writer's Block with Bobby Brown Jr., ladies and gentlemen. Ali Sadiq once again. And um, we out of here, y'all. Thank you. Bobby Brown Jr. Would yes, that sir. mean you Whitney Houston, baby? No, I'm gone. <laughs> All right, y'all. Tomorrow, I don't know where I'll be, but I'll be there. I hope you join me. <laughs> we out of here.